0: but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, beginning at verse 1. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark, For the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith Abraham obeyed, when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise, for he waited for the city. for them. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, "In Isaac your seed shall be called," concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith Jacob When he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshiped leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured to seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians, Egyptians, attempting to do so, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, That they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and, um, and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth, and all these having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Verses 1 through 40, all of Hebrews chapter 11. Father, we thank you once again for this day. Thank you for the opportunity we have of being able to walk with you in prayer and in your word. Thank you for the wisdom, the counsel, the grace, the strength that we receive as we spend time in your word as we spend time as you pour wisdom, grace, and strength into us through the wonderful and blessed word of God. With every passing day, help us to fall more in love with you and with your word and empower us to become much more faithful hearers and doers of your word. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producers Rick Robertson and Rick is going to lead us in a word of prayer. God, we praise you today. We lift high your holy name today. We're thankful, Father, that uh, you have set your affection on us. We pray for our listening family. Father, I think of the inmates and prisons around the United States. God, we pray that you will draw near to them, that you will work in their hearts in a mighty way, that you will comfort them, that you will be their strength, as we know that you will. We pray for those. uh, in our listening family who are hurting, who have physical needs, or maybe a, a problem with a, a relationship need, Father, financial need, help them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. At this time, I want to take moments, a moment of time, a few moments, to specifically lift up our military and our veterans in prayer. Father, thank you, Lord, for all those that presently serve in our armed forces in our nation and across the world. Thank you for each and every one of them. Thank you for all our veterans, persons who've served in the past and who basically placed their lives on the line by giving of themselves so generously through serving in one of the armed forces in the past. Father, thank you, Lord, for all these persons that have in the past or presently defend our nation Father protect them with your mighty hand. Father, please hear our prayers. We lift up our military and our veterans before you now. Father, flood them, flood them with grace, peace, mercy, and light. Lord and Father, send forth many more laborers amongst our military and our veterans as well, persons who would proclaim the gospel so that they would in large numbers come to know Christ as Lord and Savior. And Father, raise up individuals that will seek to be a blessing to them that will pray consistently for them. That will seek to encourage them and Show gratitude for the sacrifice they, they're they making today and the sacrifices they've made in the past. And, Father, more and more, flood our military with your grace and mercy in such a way that they will recognize that they're appreciated and loved for the sacrifices they make today and the ones they've made in the past. And, Father, more and more, raise up more churches that will pray much for our military each and every day and pray Prayers of blessing and grace upon the veterans that have served in the past. And, Father, Lord, thank you, Lord, for the fact that you're the source of all true joy, peace, mercy, grace, and life. Thank you for those who presently serve in our military today. And, Father, flood them with protection, with grace and mercy. We surround them with faith and love. We surround them with the blood of Jesus. Divinely protect them from hurt, harm, and danger today and more and more in the future in the name of Jesus and raise up more believers amongst them, as well as send forth more laborers amongst them as well, who would both share the gospel and disciple them and be involved in uh, this fervent discipleship ministry so that many believers will come to become mature believers amongst our military as well, in Jesus' name. Father, again, we thank you for all of our military, all of our veterans. Thank you for your hand of grace upon them in much greater measure engulf their lives with your Holy Spirit and let your Spirit be at work mightily in their minds and their hearts. And Father, help us to faithfully be intercessors, praying consistently for them in the body of Christ. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen. And we want to take a moment to pray now for all of our listeners, as well as all of our military and our veterans, Psalm 91. Father, thank you for all those that are part of our listening family today. Thank you once again for all of those in our military Thank you for all of our veterans as well. Father, thank you for us all, and thank you for us as a nation as well. Lord, we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today I say of the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the foul or snare and from the noisome pestilence. You cover us with your feathers and under your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side, and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. Because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most higher habitation, no evil will befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling." For you give your angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. They bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against a stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent we trample underfoot. Because we have set our love upon you, therefore you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us. With long life you satisfy us and show us your salvation in the name of Jesus. Jesus, praise God. And just a wo- ongoing word of encouragement to every listener, to all of those in our military now, to veterans, and again, all the rest that are uh, listening today, we're encouraging you, please be a wise believer who will be wise enough to pray Psalm 91 every single day. One of the reasons why that's so important is because it's wise for us to recognize we live in a crazy, dangerous world. Dangers come in all sizes, shapes, and forms, yet we serve a God that's big enough to protect us from all the dangers and the ills of life. So our encouragement to every single listener, make it your goal to pray Psalm 91 over your life every day. And we're encouraging you, dads and moms, uh, pray it over, over your family every single day. Everyone pray it over your family every single day. But also, parents, it's wise for us to teach and train our children to memorize and to pray Psalm 91 every single day as well. One day, their prayers may help save their life and the lives of the fellow students in their school as well. So helping our children to be well-equipped for the warfare of life with tools like Psalm 91 is a very, very wise thing. And keep in mind, if you are if you haven't received a copy of a prayer based on Psalm 91 from us as of yet, and you still would like to do that, simply email us, my email once again, joseph at afr.net again that's joseph at afr.net we're glad to share it with you again a prayer based on psalm 91 and many other prayer tools as well we like to share them with believers who will take them and use them for you and your own family but also that'll share them on and forward and share them on with other fellow church members friends family saved and unsaved individuals because They are both evangelism and discipleship tools that we do like to share. So if you're needing a copy of some of them, please email us us once again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Father, thank you again for all of our listeners, anoint us afresh with the wisdom and grace to be wise enough to pray prayers such as a prayer based on Psalm 91 and many others daily. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back. Planet Shakers, the song, Only Way, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life and eternal salvation. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 9, beginning at verse 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Let the children of Israel keep the Passover at its appointed time. On the fourteenth day of this month, at twilight, you shall keep it at its appointed time. According to all its rites and ceremonies, you shall keep it. So Moses told the children of Israel that they should keep the Passover, and they kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the first month, at twilight, in the wilderness of Sinai. According to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so the children of Israel did. Now there were certain men who were defiled by a human corpse, so that they could not keep the Passover on that day. And they came before Moses and Aaron that day. And those men said to him, We became defiled by a human corpse. Why are we kept from presenting the offering of the Lord at its appointed time among the children of Israel. And Moses, said to him, and Moses said to them, Stand still, that I may hear what the Lord will command concerning you. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If any one of you or your posterity is unclean because of a corpse, or is far away on a journey, he may still keep the Lord's Passover. On the fourteenth day of the second month, at twilight, they may keep it. They shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall leave none of it until morning, nor break one of its bones. According to all the ordinances of the Passover, they shall keep it. But the man who is clean and is not on a journey and ceases to keep the Passover, that same person shall be cut off from among his people because he did not bring the offering of the Lord at its appointed time. That man shall bear his sin. And if a stranger dwells among you and would keep the Lord's Passover, he must do so according to the rite of the Passover and according to its ceremony. You shall have one ordinance both for the stranger and the native of the land. Now on the day that the tabernacle was raised up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony. From evening until morning, it was above the tabernacle like the appearance of fire. So it was always. The cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. Whenever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle, after that the children of Israel would journey and in the place where the cloud settled there the children of Israel would pitch their tents at the command of the Lord the children of Israel would journey and at the command of the Lord they would camp as long as the cloud stayed above the tabernacle they remained in camp they remained encamped even when the cloud continued long many days above the tabernacle the children of Israel kept the charge of the Lord And did not journey. So it was when the cloud was above the tabernacle a few days. According to the command of the Lord they would remain encamped. And according to the command of the Lord they would journey. So it was when the cloud remained only from evening until morning. When the cloud was taken up in the morning. Then they would journey. Whether by day or by night. Whenever the cloud was taken up they would journey. Whether it was two days, a month, or a year that the cloud remained above the tabernacle, the children of Israel would remain encamped and not journey. But when it was taken up, they would journey. At the command, at the command of the Lord they remained encamped, and at the command of the Lord they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord by the hand of Moses." Numbers chapter 10 And the Lord spoke to Moses saying Make two silver trumpets for yourself You shall make them of hammered work You shall use them for calling the congregation and for directing and for directing the movement of the camps When they blow both of them all the congregation shall gather before you at the door of the tabernacle of meeting But if they blow only one, then the leaders, the heads of the divisions of Israel, shall gather to you. When you sound the advance, the camps that lie on the east side shall then begin their journey. When you sound the advance the second time, then the camps that lie on the south side shall begin their journey. They shall sound the call for them to begin their journeys." And when the assembly is to be gathered together, you shall blow, but not sound the advance. The sons of Aaron, the priests, shall blow the trumpets, and these shall be to you as an ordinance forever throughout your generations. When you go to war in your land against the enemy who oppress you, then you shall sound an alarm with the trumpets, and you shall be remembered before the Lord your God and you will be saved from your enemies, also in the day of your gladness. In your appointed feasts and at the beginning of your months, you shall blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings and over the sacrifices of your peace offerings, and they shall be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. Now it came to pass on the 20th day of the second month in the second year that the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle of the testimony and the children of Israel set out from the wilderness of Sinai on their journeys. Then the cloud settled down in the wilderness of Paran. So they started out for the first time according to the command of the Lord by the hand of Moses. The standard of the camp of the children of Judah set out first according to their armies. Over their army was Nashon, the son of Aminadab. Over the army of the tribe of the children of Issachar was Nathanael, the son of Zuar. And over the army of the tribe of the children of Zebulun was Eliab, the son of Helon. Then the tabernacle was taken down, and the sons of Gershon, and the sons of Merari set out, carrying the tabernacle. And the standard of the camp of Reuben set out according to their armies. Over their army was Eleazar the son of Shadur. Over the army of the tribe of the children of Simeon was Shalumiel, the son of Zerushaddai. And over the army of the tribe of the children of Gad was Eliasap, the son of Duel. Then the Kohathites set out, carrying the holy things. The tabernacle would be prepared for their arrival. And the standard of the camp of the children of Ephraim set out according to their armies. Over their army was Elishamah, the son of Amihud. Over the army of the tribe of the children of Manasseh was Gamaliel, the son of And over the army of the tribe of the children of Benjamin was Abidan, the son of Gideoni. Then the standard of the camp of the children of Dan, the rear guard of all the camps, set out according to their armies. Over their army was Ahizar, the son of Amishadai. Over the army of the tribe of the children of Asher was Pagiel, the son of Okran and over the army of the tribe of the children of naphtali was ahira the son of enan thus was the order of march of the ch- thus was the order of march of the children of israel according to their armies when they began their journey now moses said to hobab the son of reuel the midianite moses father-in-law we are setting out for the place of which the Lord said, "I will give it to you," come with us, and we will treat you well, for the Lord has promised good things to Israel. And he said to him, "I will not go, but I will depart to my own land and to my relatives." So Moses said, "Please, please, do not leave, inasmuch, excuse me, inasmuch as you know how we are to camp in the wilderness." and you can be our eyes. And it shall be, if you go with us, indeed it shall be, that whatever good the Lord will do to us, the same we will do to you. So they departed from the mountain of the Lord on a journey of three days, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them for the three days' journey to search out a resting place for them. And the cloud of the Lord was above them by day, when they went out from the camp. So it was, whenever the ark set out, that Moses said, Rise up, O Lord, let your enemies be scattered, and let those who hate you flee before you. And when it rested, he said, Return, O Lord, to the many thousands of Israel. Numbers chapter 11. Now when the people complained, it displeased the Lord, for the Lord heard it, and his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some of the outskirts of the camp. Then the people cried out to Moses, and when Moses prayed to the Lord, the fire was quenched. So he called the name of the place Taborah, because the fire of the Lord had burned among them. Now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. So the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who will give us meat to eat? We remember the fish which we ate freely in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now our whole being is dried up. There is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. Now the manna was like coriander seed, and its color like the color of delium. The people went about and gathered it, ground it on millstones, or beat it in the mortar, cooked it in pans, and made cakes of it. And its taste was like the taste of pastry prepared with oil. And when the dew fell on the camp in the night, the manna fell on it. Then Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families, everyone at the door of his tent. And the anger of the Lord was greatly aroused. Moses also was displeased. So Moses said to the Lord, why have you afflicted your servant? And why have I, and why have I not found favor in your sight that you have laid the burden of all these people on me? Did I conceive all these people? Did I beget them? That you should say to me, Carry them in your bosom, as a guardian carries a nursing child to the land which you swore to their fathers. Where am I to get meat to give to all these people? For they weep all over me, saying, Give us meat that we may eat. I am not able to bear all those I am not able to bear all these people alone, because the burden is too heavy for me. If you treat me like this, Please kill me here and now If I have found favor in your sight And do not let me see my wretchedness So the Lord said to Moses Gather to me seventy men of the elders of Israel Whom you know to be the elders of the people And officers over them Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting That they may stand there with you Then I will come down and talk with you there I will take of the spirit that is upon you and will put the same upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you may not bear it yourself alone. Then you shall say to the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow and you shall eat meat. For you have wept in the hearing of the Lord saying, who will give us meat to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give you meat and you shall eat you shall eat not one day not two days nor five days nor 10 days nor 20 days but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and becomes loathsome to you because you have despised the Lord who is among you and have and have wept before him saying why did we ever come up out of Egypt and Moses said The people whom I am among are 600,000 men on foot. Yet you have said, I will give them meat that they may eat for a whole month. Shall flocks and herds be slaughtered for them to provide enough for them? Or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them to provide enough for them? Verses 1 through 22. Numbers chapter 11. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back. Mosaic, the song simply entitled Tremble. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the New Testament. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, beginning at verse 18. Then the disciples of John reported to him concerning all these things, and John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to Jesus, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? In that very hour he cured many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits, and to many blind he gave sight. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is he who is not offended because of me. When the messengers of John had departed, he began to speak to the multitudes concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments. Indeed, those who are gorgeously appareled and live in luxury are in king's courts. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet, this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. For I say to you, Among those born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And when all the people heard him, even the tax collectors justified God, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and lawyers lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. And the Lord said, To what then shall I liken the men of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another, saying, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We mourned to you, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say he has a demon. The son of man has come eating and drinking, and you say, look, a glutton and a a wine-bibber, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is justified by all her children. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and she began to wash his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, and she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself saying, This man if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors. One owed him, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had and when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, You have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Then he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Luke chapter 8. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, and Joanna the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their substance. And when a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to him from every city, he spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? And he said, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to the rest, it is given in parables that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, who believe for a while, and in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed, but sets, but sets it on a lampstand, and those who enter may see the light. That those who enter may see the light, for nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. Therefore take heed how you hear For whoever has To him more will be given And whoever does not have Even what he seems to have Will be taken from him Then his mother and brothers came to him And could not approach him Because of the crowd And it was told him by some who said Your mother and your brothers Are standing outside desiring to see you But he answered and said to them, My mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples, and he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there was a calm. But he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, Who can this be? For he commands even the winds and water, and they obey him. Then they sailed to the country of the Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out on the land, there met, him a certain, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. And he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house, but in the tombs. Verses 1 through 27, Luke chapter 8. You've been listening to the Hour of Intercessions. We've been reading through the word of God as we normally do before we end the broadcast. If you're listening today and you've never asked Jesus Christ to come to your heart as Lord and Savior, you've never received Christ and never made the step to, in order to come to know him, today is a great day to make that important step. If you'd like to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior and be saved today, would you simply pray this prayer from your heart with me even now? Lord Jesus Thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all the wrong things I've done. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things that I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. You told us in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life following you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer and committed your life to the Lord, we want to be in touch with you. My email, once again, is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to hear from you. We'd like to share with you some literature and uh, discipleship resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow really strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. So we do hope to hear from you. Again, joseph at AFR.net. We are hoping that we will hear from you. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Once again, if you'd like to get a copy of the Psalm 91 prayer, we like to share it with those that wish to get copies. Uh, Same email, joseph at AFR.net to receive the Psalm 91 prayer or any of the other resources we provide for evangelism and discipleship as well. We hope that you'll get them. Email and let us know that you want to receive them so we can be co-workers in the kingdom of God. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.